Louise McSherry on 2FM. And now I am so happy to be joined by Jen Gannon because last night, last night, yesterday, films don't come out only at night time. Yesterday, the film Zola was released in Ireland. It's the real life account of a waitress who's convinced to go to Florida for a weekend of stripping for big money, but ends up in a bizarre, dark, uh, crazy situation. But the beauty of this tale is that it actually comes from a Twitter thread, a real life Twitter thread. So I thought we should talk about that. And I also thought we should talk about some other infamous Twitter threads. And who better to speak to about this oh than God. Jen Gannon, the you pop culture. Twitter as a bin. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I'm sorry. I've disturbed so many people with my tweets. I feel like I should just put that out there. I love as your a disclaimer. tweets. I'm, I'm here for your <laughs> tweets. Um, so let's talk about Zola, first of all. Um, we've both seen it. Yeah. Uh, it's a great film. It's very stylized. It is. And it's kind of like, I love, it's kind of, it's very fresh. That's the really important thing about it. And it's such a, because they're using such a new medium like social media, like Twitter, for the basis of a film, it has to be in innovative. It has to look stylish and fresh, I think, because it has to capture that immediacy of it. Because I think that's what's most important about basing something on something like a Twitter thread. Because with the original Zola Twitter thread, you were in on the story yeah. immediately. Well, and she told it so well. She really did. Like an A24 who brought out the film, they did something really clever for the promotional um, device. Like they put it out, the tweets as a book right. and sent it around to a lot of journalists. And I think that was really clever um, because it's a gripping yarn no matter you what remember, way you remember? I remember it. I remember it. it because back in 2015, Twitter didn't even have threads. So she oh, yeah. had to do like 148 tweets, individual tweets yeah. uh, about the, the story and you're following the story. And it wasn't until because it was so gripping and people were, you know, sharing it, people like Missy Elliott started getting in on it and Ava DuVernay. And when they started sharing it, it just the story just blew up yeah. and you were waiting for the next installment. You're like, what the hell is happening with yeah. this story? Like, And I also think, you know, so the writer of the tweets, Isaiah Zola King, she knew that she was getting to a wider audience at a certain stage because she was seeing how many retweets uh, it was getting and then decided to kind of explain the street slang that she yeah. had as well. So she knew it was getting to a bigger audience. And I think it's it's just a fascinating way of plucking somebody from obscurity yeah. and putting them on a worldwide stage for their own genuine truth, though. Yeah. Like, that's it's coming from her lips and it's not being manipulated by anyone. It's her voice. And I think that's the strongest thing about the films. Well. I agree. Yeah. If you it, get her voice You in really it. do. Yeah, it's her story and you feel like it's being told to you. And also her name is all over it. I loved that. Yeah. Like, you know, her name is all over the film. It's all over the credits. Like, she's really getting the credit mm. for this because, I mean, it's her story. Yeah. But, and she did tell it so brilliantly. It is. And that's the thing. I think, like, either with Twitter, it's like, I never think about cultivating a voice or, like, you know, trying to become another, uh, another person. You kind of just dash tweets off off the top of your head. Yeah. And I think... That's what makes it so fun, yeah. uh, the, like just to get into that world really quickly, because on Twitter, like it's a melting pot of so many different people. Like at one, you know, one point you could have whatever your normal tweets about whatever's happening in rolling news. But then sometimes something like this can just come in from left field. And that's what's so exciting yeah. about it. And I All think of that's a sudden what, you're in Florida. That's it. And like, I think that's why Hollywood jumped on it, because yeah. they were like, this is something new. It's a completely new art form, if you want to say. And yeah. I know a lot of people might have problems with me saying that Twitter is an art form, but it can be. <laughs> in the right hands, it can be, as we've seen. Let them have their problems. <laughs>
<laughs> um, so yeah, so look, we won't give too much away about the film, but it is, it's a, I, I would almost call it a romp, but a very yeah. stylized romp. Like, it's like you don't know crime. where it's going. Yeah. It's kind of like a crime caper. It's like, if you've ever seen Spring Breakers, it's kind of like a better yeah. Spring Breakers or a little bit of a bling ring kind of yeah. into it as well. If you liked those films, I yeah. think you'll love it. Like. I think those are fair comparisons. Um, but the thing is, as you said, like Twitter is, this is obviously not the only thing no. that has been pulled from Twitter. Uh, so let's talk about some other Twitter incidents that have turned into other forms of media. Yeah, because like because it's rolling media, because it's 24-7, you're getting it all the time. I don't think, like something like the Fire Festival, we saw those tweets. We saw yeah. that happening in real time. Yeah, the we easy single that. in the, in the yeah. styrofoam box. The Iconic. Do- like it went from, oh my God, this is the best weekend of my life. Check out the photos of everybody in bikinis to like, they're not feeding us. We've no water. The tents to, are blowing away. Yeah, to like, the, there's wild dogs chasing us around this I campsite. I forgot about the wild dogs. Where's Ja Rule? <laughs> like, and I don't think because, um, I just don't think we would have had those two documentaries straight off the bat. No. I mean, everybody saw those tweets and it's just the consumption of them. You had a, a gripped audience straight away and, you know, Hollywood, Netflix, HBO, they're not stupid. They see that it's a massive deal and it's a big story everyone's talking about it. they're going to jump on it and the speed in which because social media the turnover is so fast the turnover for these documentaries is so fast because the two fire uh, documentaries came out within a year and a half yeah. of the actual festival which is insane and thank god because yeah. I ate them up oh my god a million <laughs> times over and over again <laughs> like um, what's another one um, well also because you know it also can give traditional media a kind of uh, uplift social media can because yeah. something like in 2017 there was ne- the New Yorker short story Cat Person mm. which was about a 20 year old girl her dating mishaps with this man older man who kind of seemed quite manipulative and it went viral on Twitter somebody of influence tweeted has anybody read this story and then it went wild and, and like let's be honest short stories from the New Yorker don't often like, go viral oh, you know come on like yeah. some English professors were having a field day then go oh, hey <laughs> check out my story and it's like no it's not the same it yeah. doesn't have the same impact because this had a lot of themes that on Twitter a lot of younger people were talking about about consent about privilege all of that kind of thing and ideas about whether or not it was a fictional story or a non-fiction essays And it kind of broke down. It was weird. For the whole weekend, we were hooked and we were having proper cultural discourse in real time, which is crazy because, you know, Twitter is a fire hole. It's a trash fire, usually. But something like that brought a lot of people together and had a lot of different opinions about literature, which never happens. blocked out of a result of a conversation I had with someone about cat person. See, that's, (laughs) attentions were running high. And that's what can happen. People get so into things. And that's, I suppose, why often they do draw the attention of editors, producers, whatever, because they see the kind of, people are so emotionally invested in their Twitter feeds that everything's kind of heightened, isn't it? That's it. And there's conversations happening around it that would have never evolved on a dry New Yorker message board because they're only hitting a certain market. They're only hitting the people that subscribe to the New Yorker, whereas this blew it wide open. It had people that had never read the New Yorker in their yeah. lives commenting about it. And yeah. so the author ended up getting a short, uh, actual short stories published. She's all, The film is in production. Mm. With Cousin Greg from Succession is going to be in it. And he's also all, in he's Zola. Zola. <laughs> yeah. Cousin Greg, he's like the social media actor du jour. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like that's the thing. Things edit, that can develop out of this before... 
cat person blew up like that, she'd literally just been in a couple of very obscure literary journals. Yeah. So it, it it can change. And like Your the life, thing, yeah. but the thing about it is, it can change it in a good way or in a, and, bad, and way. a bad way, really quickly and at the same time. That's the force of Twitter. Like. Well, let's talk about Caroline Calloway. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Have things changed for her in a positive way oh, or a negative way? Like, who knows? It's very hard to talk about her. I don't even know. She to me, she's like a modern performance artist. I okay. I consider her like this Marina Abramovich of the social, the digital age. And it's you know, I looked her up. Like, I wanted to see what standard media say about her on Wikipedia she's described as an American internet celebrity which doesn't explain anything it's a very feeble attempt at trying to explain it she's not an influencer she's not a writer she's not an artist but she's all three of these things but she yeah (laughs) she kind of was an influencer wasn't she because give the backstory very quickly in 2015 she had an Instagram really popular Instagram account where she would talk about her life in Oxford and she'd have these very long descriptions on her Instagram photos and it was kind of made up it was very much in the like to me it was like a Taylor Swift song very much about like this guy who was kind of like Prince William that she was in love with and uh, all of their various whatever was happening with them she got a book deal out of that Yeah, but the book never happened she never wrote the book we're still waiting for this book Caroline (laughs) and then she became like a circus was built around her because then she kind of pivoted into influencing and wanted to hold these workshops and the (laughs) workshops were abysmal it was this is when I first came to know her because she was supposed to be having the workshop she'd sold loads of tickets and she was having a meltdown on her Instagram because all the candles had arrived for like the gift (laughs) bags but she didn't have enough space in her apartment for the for the candles and she was like OMG you guys what am I gonna do and then OMG you guys I don't have a venue OMG you guys I don't have like do you want to just come over to my house and drink water out of a mason jar that's like but people had paid how much did they pay $50 for a ticket to sit in this house like it was so bizarre so then she became known as the scammer supreme because she never gave anybody money back because she said well they were having an experience with me and I never said exactly what these this whole event was going to be the internet so she's just she has this infamy about her and nobody really knows what she does or how she has the power we give her that power yeah. by paying attention to well her. this is the thing and she's on TV shows she gets invited to be guests on X, Y and Z she's, yeah. that, I believe she got another book deal even though she never wrote the first she book like, you know it's wild. I want that I will have please give me a <laughs> give book me deal one of I, Caroline's book and deals. I won't write the book come on let me um, we're really tight for time but I, I really want to talk about Seamus O'Reilly because yes. we had him on the show I think it was only last week Um, uh, his, he has a brilliant new book did you hear Mammy Died but his Twitter thread is definitely one of the most infamous I feel like in Ireland oh my god he is a kind of our own Zola. <laughs> Hi, Seamus. Um, so in 2018, he wrote this Twitter thread about, well, he was working one night and he had to serve Mary McAleese, the then president, and he was, let's say, worse for wear. He didn't know he was working no. and he partook in some substances. Nighttime activities. Uh, and then he got a phone call from his boss saying, you're working. And so he had to go in and it turned out to be just him, his boss and Mary McAleese. While he was sweating internally and externally. So <laughs> you've you've read it. You've definitely read you it. But if you haven't, go, and find go and find it. it. Um, but like the thread was picked up by several news sites and lots of famous people retweeted it because it's so brilliantly written and so, so funny. And one of them was Eva Wiseman in The Guardian and she's a commissioning editor and she got in touch with him after reading other work that he had done and offered him a column there. So I mean, from that, he was able to, you know, write his book. And his book is amazing. It's a amazing. must read. Yeah. But, um, so I just think, you know, 
it's one of those things where social media, it, t Twitter can kind of single out someone's genius yeah. and someone can be the hero of the day where everybody's talking about them for the day. And when it's a positive, it's amazing. Yeah. Something like that could happen. Because yeah. uh, like, I mean, the thing about it is Seamus is a great writer. He would have made it anyway. Yeah. But it kind of just talent is made there. it like rapidly happen for yeah. him then. You can kind of carve out a space for yourself, can't you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When it's good, it's good. And when it's bad, it's hard. When it's bad, it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget that. Jen Gannon, thank you so, so much for taking oh. us through all of those. I can't wait for your viral Twitter thread which oh, will take you into international fame. I'm sorry Adam Driver or Timothee Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> Louise McSherry on 2FM.